Welcome everyone, it's Argy Geek MovieCast episode 467. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sinead. What's up? And Tony Korkanakis. Hello! Welcome guys, welcome listeners, welcome viewers to 467 of the MovieCast. Corey will hopefully be joining us shortly, he's got internet issues, so we'll see him pop in in a minute, hopefully, but we're going to get started without him. Let's uh, let's talk about what we've been up to, guys. Um, this was a probably, in terms of viewing, not a, a good week because we were all at some point at Comic-Con. Um, and I, on these next two episodes, this will be the movie cast and the game cast. What we're going to do is we're going to kind of talk about Comic-Con as our topic at the end of the podcast and, you know, kind of where it's come from in this one. And then in the game cast, we're going to do our second part conversation plus where we would like to see it go. So it's kind of like a two-parter. So listen to both episodes here so you can get all of that. Uh, so we don't really have to talk about Comic-Con in this sequence because that's where we were, which is, you know, might take up all your time, guys. But in terms <clears> of watched... Oh, there he is. Corey's on there. So we're just getting started, yeah, yeah. Corey. Um, so uh, just in terms of watched, not Comic-Con related. Well, if you were at Comic-Con, I guess Comic-Con, I guess, saw something like a movie. I guess you could talk about it here. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'll kick us off, Mike. I uh, After talking about it last week, I finally just completely watched all of Batman uh, versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so I finished that. Um, and yeah, the, 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 the jarring sequences from pe- eating pizza and goofing around to somebody's head getting cut off was just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. Uh, the bad guys are so bloody brutal in that. It's like, oh, like Ra's al Ghul is like, he's just decapitating people like crazy, killing people. And then like in the side sequence, just before that, Michelangelo is trying to get Batman to eat a slice of pizza. And, yeah. uh, it's, it's just That's like, it. Yeah. The thing that makes it weird is how, um, you know, a lot of the mutated characters look like extra cartoony too. Yes. Yeah. I didn't like the artwork. I don't like the Joker. I didn't like the Joker in this. I don't like the artwork. I mean, in this. He's not that important in this. I know, but I just didn't like the artwork. Um, so I, you know, I enjoyed it though. It was a good movie and, uh, I, I, I would like to see them make a sequel cause I know they had a, another comic book for it. Um, there's a stinger at the end, I think. Is a stinger that was he called post credits? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So the little post credit thing there, which is nice, and uh, I enjoyed it. It was good. I mean, it's another, it's a DC movie that was actually good, as opposed to what's been coming out recently, which has been not so good. So um, you know, but uh, that that's pretty much it. Like I said, it was a busy week. Uh, we had a, you know, we not not just Comic Con. We had a bachelor party, so we were at a Giants game. Uh, so we were pretty busy all weekend. Um, so. I think that's pretty much it for me. Um, Mike, anything? Not really. Corey? Well, um, let's see. Trying to think. Nope. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not just like, un, like not related to what we, you know, Comic-Con yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, we're going to the Comic-Con. We'll do a uh, two-parter, Corey, just so you didn't hear mm-hmm. the plan. Uh, first part's going to be uh, where it's come from, Comic-Con, and what we, you know, this year's Comic-Con. So, like, kind of do, like, a history, and then, like, this year, and then yeah. the second part's going to be this year again, what we saw, more of it, and then where we'd like to see it go. That's in the game, cast though. Tony, anything? No, Comic-Con no? took up yeah, I know. week. Yeah, I know. I got so much stuff queued up. I want to watch Titan Season 2. I got to watch... I want to watch some... An- I'm getting that, like, anime urge. Like, it's it's there. Like, I'm... Well, My Hero is debuting this weekend. Oh, really? It's so, coming back. I have that like itch that I want to watch an anime, and um, it's probably going to be. I'm probably going to watch some of it tomorrow. Uh, something I don't know. I can pick it out, but I don't think I finished season two yet of My Hero, so I think I'm halfway through that. Yeah, 
I'm pretty certain I don't finish. Maybe I'll go back. Maybe I did finish it. I'll have to look at it. Hmm. I know I was going through it, but uh, maybe I'll go back and look at that. Um, so I know I, was, I never watched more of Attack on Titan. Did that stay good? Got better. Did it? Okay, I haven't seen much of that. So I'll go back and maybe watch some of that. I don't know. I'm just feeling that anime urge. I think um, the one episode is like the highest rated episode on IMDb of any anime. Oh, good. I think I remember you saying that, actually. Um, so, all right. Let's go to the box office. Uh, man, the Joker... Setting records, snapping necks and cashing checks. Is that what it is? <laughs> you know, um, I, suppose. I don't know. I didn't see it. So. I didn't see it yet. Uh, I will be seeing I was just telling Tony before the podcast, I think I'm going this weekend. Uh, I'll have some time to see it, maybe Saturday night. Um, so 93.5 million, right. setting records, breaking Venom's record from last uh, last year? Was it two yeah. years ago? Yeah, last year. What's that? Yeah, uh, yeah for a, an October movie. Um, Is it like the highest grossing DC movie, like comic book movie in a while now? It's been since... Uh, Opening. Batman? Justice League? No, it's... No, no, this beat Justice, Justice League. This, this beat Justice, Justice League's opening. By like a little, yeah. Man this versus... The Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was probably it. There's like a whole article. Uh, what Suicide it Squad probably opened yeah. bigger than this. Mm, that's true. Harley Quinn is. Yeah. Yeah, it's also the it's the fourth largest debut for an R-rated film behind Deadpool, Deadpool Two, and It. Um, so well, that's the Matrix. Good. I thought oh. the Matrix was it up did, there. It, Wonder Woman also did better too. Yeah, again, it I did think. well though uh, internationally too. It's at 234 million worldwide. So mm-hmm. uh, that was as of Monday. So it's adding to that, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, it's it's doing well. I mean, it's uh, it's been getting the controversy probably helped it uh, even more uh, because it was only projected for like 77, and it got extra viewing on that too. So um, I think I think the the whole should he should a movie exist kind of thing got the intrigue going and people went and saw it so it probably actually helped more that you know that controversy right the no like no or bad news is good news thing or whatever or what's there's that no thing? such thing as bad press there you go yeah so I think um, yeah so I mean, it's got another whole it's got another whole week in the box office being like it's running unopposed right now Zombieland doesn't open until Wednesday the 16th so it's got a whole weekend another whole weekend oh wow I thought that was the 18th no, it said the 16th on the release. Maybe that's a special screening because yeah. I don't know. I always thought it was the 18th I, as well. Um, but mm-hmm. I just was looking it up beforehand because I was going to see if you wanted to go next week. But uh, we'll figure that out. So, uh, yeah, so that's your number one movie. Um, we've got Abominable uh, at 12.1. A big drop off now. Downton Abbey, uh, Hustlers, and in It Chapter 2. Uh, that's your <laughs> box office. I mean, Adam's Family's opening. Gemini Man is actually opening, so I can't say unopposed. I can't say unopposed. But do we expect either mm-hmm. of these movies to even? I, I'd say it takes number one again, Joker. Do you think Gemini Man has any chance? Yeah, I don't I think it has a chance. I don't think Joker has has any staying power. Really? Uh, I don't know about that. I think, I, I'm sorry, not enough to stay at number one. Here's the I thing. mean, with the fifty percent drop. Here's like, the thing, and and this is not. Uh, everybody and this is not everybody but i know for me i was a bit i want to see it but i was a bit weary about going to see it the opening weekend because of yeah there was a lot of controversy and threats out there that i was like i don't need to be a part of this opening weekend i'll just go see it another time and i wonder if that affected other people going to see it too still so there's like it's like it did very well so a lot of people did see it but i'm also there's more out there that want to see it that i waited on that reasoning so you know I don't know. I just I think it can still do well second week. 
Third week in we'll I just, I just, I don't know how to gauge this Gemini Man movie. Ang Lee and Will Smith special I know, effects it seems weird. It's like, like the marketing's been really bad. Like, it's been really a lot though. Lackluster. Yeah. But not, I've seen a lot of it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. So uh, we'll see. It's I mean, I don't think it's gonna do that well. It's it, he doesn't have the. What is? What do you think it does? Like you think it does thirty? Twenty-seven. I don't even look at the projections. Let me see what the projections were. How about that? Because I'm sure the box office uh, Reddit has that already listed. But I just was going off the top of my head. Um, I could almost guess. Yeah. I would say like 30 to 40. Mm. Yeah. Well, at a 50% drop-off, that still beats it. So It's going to be close, I think. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, I think it will be close. I, I do. Um, I just don't know what they're looking at for i have no idea what they're looking at for gemini i have no idea let's look it up uh let's go back to the joker movie though um because it was actually just joaquin phoenix actually was just um discussing the playing actually in the sequel which he would be open to uh actually anything he says seriously no um you heard about the prank because he has this whole yeah he's he's trying to be like andy kaufman where he shows up like and doing all this press and pretending he's one way when he's really not, or he's like, that was a joke, just kidding, and like no one gets it at the time. Yeah, so. he was doing that. Uh, they had a prank. Matt was talking about this at the bachelor party, my brother, uh, where he was apparently yelling and flipping out on the director, saying that he did like he pulled like a Christian Bale on set, mm-hmm. uh, and like everybody was so stunned that they didn't know what to say. It wasn't even filmed because everybody was just staring at him while he was on a rant. Uh, and it was like not even corrected. Nobody knew about it except for the director. He knew that was a prank. <laughs> like he told him, "I'm going to do this somewhere in this this shoot, and you're gonna it's gonna happen." And so he knew about it. Um, but it was filmed, and they put it oh, on Jimmy. It? No, they and they put it on Jimmy Kimmel, and then they presented it to him on Kimmel. Yeah, and he still said, didn't, as if he didn't expect something like that to show up, and he's just like, "Oh, this is embarrassing, huh?" Yeah, and he acted like, all a, yeah and stuff, but that was. The joke, that I was guess. The joke. Yeah, that's why when you said that, I'm like, it sounds very familiar to what I read. It sounds stupid, like, but like again, I have a he has a history of doing stuff like this. If we remember, like you know, ten years ago or so, uh, with Letterman, he showed up and pretended like that he was quitting acting to become a rapper and for like some mockumentary movie he was doing. So he's he's done he's done crazy stuff like this before. He's a he's an odd dude, and I I kind of don't trust anything he says because of it. Yeah, I mean, the whole sequence is uh, he was discussing with Phillips, the director, about uh, what they might be able to do, uh, and then um, how he really enjoyed playing the character, and there's so many endless possibilities they could do with this. So, um, yeah, I mean, all time and money determine a lot of things, so um, we'll, we'll see about that. So, but, all right. Uh, what else we have on news? Hang on. I'll close that back down. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> It's talking about something, Walking Dead. Uh, the Walking Dead is The Walking Dead. Uh, it's not just the name of the show, it is the show. It's Carol and Daryl. That kind of rhymes. Wow. Carol and Daryl are actually now, their characters, Norman Reedus uh, is, uh, and uh, Melissa McBride, are talking about they're leaving this year, this season as well. Wow, I'm so surprised. Who, who would have thought that? So if that's the case, which it sounds like is the case, uh, there's only one character left from like not even the first season. It's Maggie from like season three, I think. Season two. Well, season two? She, she season two. left too. She wasn't there, but she's gonna come back. I think. Oh, okay, okay. So she's coming back as an original, and that's it. There's nobody left. So what's no. what's the point of the show? 
is Michonne. Michonne is what? Michonne is 100% leaving right now. She's leaving uh, this oh, year. Leaving yeah. Yep. I mean, oh, they get sick of it, I guess. It's 10 years. It's Whatever. opening. It's opening episode, which premiered uh, what Sunday night? I think it was Sunday night. Premiered didn't, Sunday. Didn't night. even realize. Yeah. Yeah, it was the lowest rated show premiere. Lowest rated in their history as a show, not just premiere, but lowest rated. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a while about how this show is just kind of it's lost. Dead. I think it gets one more season after this. You do? You think yeah. AMC will? Okay. I mean, I, I, yeah. Without Redis, uh, it's it's done. Yeah. Uh, let's see other fun stuff. It's got we got some... stranding to do anyway. And... They're still doing the sides, the spin-off shows though, right? Yeah, like, they're still the... the one. I think um, that's the only one movie? I know. Two? There, no, no, I, mean, I thought still they, they, they did Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead. there a second they, one? They just announced a new one, uh, dealing with like announced... kids growing up during the oh. the, the, the zombie apocalypse. I don't know what it's called the yet. Last of, the Last of Us. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's gonna be. They just announced that as a spin-off. So. I think they need to kind of know when to get out, but whatever. Uh, let's see. Did you guys see the, the box set for the Infinity Saga, the MCU thing? 550 or something like that? I think it's yeah. $550. It's, it's 23 discs, which it, if you do the math on 4K discs, that's like 25. That's pretty good, actually. No, it's yeah. not, actually. It's a little high, I think. I think it needs to come down just a bit. But I don't. The thing for me is, like, I don't think it would actually ever sell for five fifty. I think it's just the re. No, think, you'd get it. You get it. That's what I'm saying. That's just MSRP. Yeah, so yeah. you probably get it for like four hundred dollars, and for four hundred bucks for twenty three discs, that's pretty damn good for four K. Um, and you get this nice set and everything like that. It looks awesome. Like, it's something that. It's something that, like Amazon on a Black Friday deal. It's something you're gonna get. Eh, I have all of them, but yeah, yeah. You know what nope. I could do. Maybe I can flip. That's how the, they get you. Buy that I, box set from before. Now the, you buy this box set from after, and then there's another box set that'll come out. I've got the Avengers uh, that that phase one suitcase with the, the suitcase? tesseract. Yeah. I wonder if I can just mm-hmm. sell that on eBay and get enough money to cover this. That might be worth something. Yeah, never know. So it's interesting though. Uh, what else do we have? We've got uh, what's the last one here? Um, a spinoff. Oh, the John Wick spinoff, huh? A female-centric... Um... Have you seen John Wick 3, Jim? I have, yes. Yeah. Have you, Mike? No. You don't care, though, right? No, he doesn't, he doesn't care. Not so much. I haven't seen any of them. No, I think, I mean, based off of uh, what you see in John Wick 3, you kind of get an idea of what where they're going with this. It's called Ballerina, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be a female-centric assassin in the same universe as the John Wick storyline, so... Hmm. If you see John Wick three, you'll kind of get an idea of what. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna so. get there. The thing is, it's cause I kind of like uh, it's the um, director of the Underworld. Is that the vampire one with Kate Beckinsale? Oh, yeah, really? It's the director of those movies. Um. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me wash that down with some good beer. Oof. All right. Um. All right. Yeah. So that that's actually it for news. So. Like I said, we're going to talk about Comic-Con now because uh, we were all there. And that's really the big news of the week. Uh, there was a lot of stuff going on at Comic-Con. There's a ton of people at Comic-Con. Uh, I just Did they start- say how much yet? Because, I mean, had to, I, would, I would think there'd be like 300,000 people went through that. I would assume that's what it was. Uh, I didn't get the, the total amount yet. But um, look how fast. I mean, let's just start from where this has come from. Like New, New York Comic-Con. 
you know, compared to compared to San Diego, was never like that big of a convention, um, and it just like took off. I would say it took off around. Was it around like the Netflix Marvel stuff? I would say so. I, yeah, I, have, I haven't got much bigger at that point. Yeah, yeah. I have it up. I have the uh, attendance numbers up. So from 2000, 2006, attendance was thirty three thousand. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, so it was uh, then it, over. 2007, 49,000, 2008, 64, and it would break that. And this is the same Javits Center that they've been using, and it, like, badly needs to expand but uh you know it's like it's been growing like crazy the best thing about this is i was talking with a friend of mine over the weekend um who went to san diego uh and uh you know i was like oh that's awesome and he's like well it wasn't because it's just so crowded it's crazy and you can't really do anything there um and i was like well you know what they do at new york comic-con is they let you queue your badge up on certain main panels and that kind of was like you can wait in line in the morning queue that up and then head out um, so I was telling him about that, and uh, it, except it was, this year, that wasn't this, so. This year easy. sucked. Yeah, this year was like, I say this year was. I mean, that's more of like what happened. I mean, I couldn't queue up for any panels that I wanted this year. By the time I got in there at ten o'clock, which is not super early, but usually it's open at like till like noon. Usually you can get in there and queue. Maybe eleven thirty, depending on the panel. Like everything yeah. seemed to be filled though by like ten thirty. Everything. Well, really? yeah, like a lot of stuff that you like the big ticket stuff. You gotta participate in a lottery and if yeah. you win that then like yeah. you're doubly then, screwed plus if you won the lottery you didn't even guarantee anything yeah, anyway. tell, tell that story tell that story yeah, We're gonna, yeah go ahead well, i mean yeah, so I, I i knew someone who goes i know someone who goes there to near comic-con as well and he signed up for like everything and he actually got he won the lottery and a couple of people he went with um got reserved seats for the fox 20th century fox panel that Ryan Reynolds was at. He appeared. Surprising. But, um, so he queued up 30 minutes early, like, scanned his badge, queued, got, got into the queue line, and he's probably, I think, he, he, what did he say, like, 20 feet, and then, like, within that 20 feet, maybe a couple hundred people were in front of him, because of, like, how big the lines are and stuff. But it's like, he gets there, and he's already queued, he's in line, and he already scanned his badge, and his buddies are with him, they have reserve seats, and, uh, you know, they start letting people in, and then they cut it off. Like, with hundreds of people still in line, they say, nope, we're full at capacity. No more people coming in. And so he's getting all pissed off. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, like, this is, you know, bullshit. And uh, I scanned my badge. I waited in queue. And he's like, oh, only people here at least 30 minutes early. He's like, well, we were here 30 minutes early because uh, there are people in back, behind us that were here, like, 30 minutes early. Uh, so we definitely were there. And they're saying, no, it's, 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 it's full. And like. And his friends were like, well, we have reserved seats. And he's like, that doesn't matter. Everything's gone. Like, he can't get in. And so, while they're arguing, meanwhile, people are just pushing through and just going in, like, without even, like, getting badges scanned and stuff like that. So he was, like, livid. And he almost got thrown out because uh, he was just yelling at the guy. But um, that's how it like, crowded it was. It's just, like, they had no idea what they were doing at that point. And it makes me happy just... I didn't walk all the way to the garden for, like, those those lottery stuff that i won like i'm just so happy i didn't go mm -hmm. all the way over there because if i'd walked and all then, the way over there for that 
And then later on that day, he I was waiting in line for the Funko shit. That that shit show that that is. And uh, Dude, he, his buddy had a 3 o'clock yeah. uh, entry. There were people in line ahead of them that had an 11 o'clock. He got in line at 1 o'clock. He left at 5 o'clock. He left the line at 5 o'clock. And hmm. his buddy said he didn't get up to the front until 6.30. At wow. that point, there was nothing left. <laughs> wow. And they, that was a, a three o'clock slot. They don't. That they don't got. take like. They don't have limits. The people can buy. They they have limits. The, what the some fuck? things. Yeah. Yeah. So. But this, but it still the worst part matter. about the worst part about the Funko Pop thing is there is, for those who haven't been there, I'm going to try to describe this a little bit. Two big entrances into the main hall. Two big entrances, mm-hmm. and then a couple yeah. side entrances. And then in, in between these two big entrances, there's like the big escalator, like up area where you can kind of like it's like a photo photography lounge area, and then underneath it you can kind of do like an archway walk between the two big entrances into the the hall. So, I was trying to go back uh, and get to the Nat, Nat, National Geographic booth on Saturday um, because I was like, let me just go over there. There were some books that we wanted to pick up, and uh, we went because they were doing some uh, really nice promotions on that. So we walked through there, and as I'm walking through there, I literally get to just around the corner of the main hall doorways, just around the corner a little bit, tucked into the corner. The guy has set up the biggest shop of pop figures, like all of this big stuff they're selling there, and he's just he's pawning it right there, right there, like just selling to people as they're walking past them. Uh, all the pop figures you can you can send a line for. I and, saw somebody give five hundred dollars cash for a Chrome Batman. Somebody. That's insane. It's insane. Counting that out. I would. Yeah. I wish I won the lottery. I really do. It's um, ridiculous. But then it wouldn't matter because it's not guaranteeing you're going to get it anyways. Nope. So. No, wasn't. But uh, so that's yeah. You know, we're gonna get we're gonna get into that in the next step, next part. What they need to fix. Um, but uh, yeah, guys. So the show. Let's talk about the show. Um, Tony, you were there the longest. Uh, you got there on Thursday. Corey, you were there on Thursday as well. You got there mm-hmm. Wednesday, right, Tony? You got there Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, City. But New York. Tuesday night. Wednesday. Tuesday night. They have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go on. Oh no no yeah I got there Tuesday just to uh, see some friends uh, Tuesday and Wednesday before the show okay. just take you know make a whole trip out of the new york city deal and stuff like that um but yeah i mean you know uh, for the past couple of years i've been telling you guys like thursday's been amazing yeah. just yeah feels like uh, like you know maybe one of the first years it won't where it's like you know busy but not like packed like you know like sardines in a can and this year it was it's not like nuts the butts man yeah this year it felt like an old saturday actually just in terms of like it was still a lot of people and like you still had to be careful and stuff like that i was like uh, I don't know about this one. And uh, Corey, you know, we went around picking up some of those exclusives. And, like, even then, it was, like, kind of a hassle. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was a tie commitment. Like, the past two Thursdays, I could go up to almost any booth and just be like, I want this exclusive. And, like, here you go. It's, like, hmm. awesome. And this year, it's like, oh, you have to wait in line. Which, wait in line again later. Yeah. Oh, God. Fuck, fuck how Repop does it. With the Figpin one, which I think is the newest trend that's going to take off. Um rather than the Funko, they're like, oh, scan your badge so you can reserve a time slot and come back later. It's like, but we're here now, so why yeah. are you making us wait? They're like, well, we have reservation times. I'm like, so if you have reservation slots, what, like, what are you saving here? Because if you run over reservation slots, people that come later in the day aren't going to have a chance anyway, except you're just going to piss off the people that came here first thing in the morning. Like, why would you make me come back here? Like I'm, I'm already here. Just sell me the fucking thing. 
Right. Like, like it's I so convoluted. Money, you want money. Like for your it's goods. so convoluted. Yeah. Like, uh, it it didn't explain. I kind of got upset with the the one woman working there. Is like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Hmm. But yeah, I mean, it was still good. Um, Saturday was absolutely atrocious, though. Oh god, um, yeah. I was gonna get to that with you. I mean, that was just ridiculous. But like, was there anything good on Thursday? I mean, Corey, you were there on Thursday as well, right? Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, they had um, some celebrities, obviously, like Tom Hiddleston was there. Uh, yeah. They had, obviously, the Fox panel with Ryan Reynolds was there. So it was, like, some pretty interesting people showed up that you could, you know, meet and greet and get stuff. But I, I that's not really why I'm there. I'm just there to kind of experience it, take it in, and yeah. pick up some exclusives here and there. Yep. Um, yep. You know, and just enjoy the experience of Comic-Con. But it was super crowded. Like, I was like, whoa, this is way more crowded than I remember it being and I was commenting, I was like, this is like a Friday. Like, this is well, not like a Thursday. I would say Friday felt like a Friday. I think Friday was like what I expected. I was not overwhelmed with people there and the amount of people there. It was a mm. lot, but it was about it was about what I expected. Yeah, but I, as far as getting in was much better. Like, they at least fixed that because, like, yeah. you didn't have to walk around the building twice. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. – I was trying, uh, trying to describe that to, like, my girlfriend. I was like, we're walking in. I'm like, this is – she's like, this is crazy. I'm like, no. This is not crazy. <laughs> no, no. You were not part of the. Let's get all the way to the front and then yeah. be told, nope, you got to go back the way you came. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that, just horrible that was shit. That was rage inducing. That was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That was rage inducing. We passing... Nobody, nobody yeah. like, t- like doing the lines and all stuff. And that was kind of like once you got inside, you kind of started seeing that a little bit also because of how crowded it was where the line control, like people didn't really know how to handle that at the booths. Yeah. And with Figpin getting this. Excuse me. As big as they were, you could see that the people working there really didn't know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah. So, so. like, there were definitely like multiple lines that weren't lines, and people just kind of standing in the spot and then slipping in, and it's like, uh, yeah, cool. Um, I don't know. On, on I was there on Friday, Mike. You were there on Friday as well. Um, yeah, just and, Friday. Yeah, and uh, you brought your brother and his friend, or your friends, or I don't know if you're all friends, but whatever. Uh, you guys, three of you, you had a party of three. And, uh, you know, so we were there, I know it was tough to get, like, meet up with you guys, just the way the flow of traffic was, um, uh, that was a problem, but, um, man, there was some cool stuff on that show floor, though, I gotta say, like, I, Mm -hmm. I gotta, the, 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 you know, Sideshow always has an amazing figure section at the place, but there was, like, three other, like, major vendors now there, not, like, just, uh, Kotobukiya, but, uh, like, XM was a new one that I didn't heard of, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, yeah the, and their stuff was fantastic. Uh, and there was one more I can't remember the name of that was over there. I was like, "Holy shit, this stuff looks great!" Um, Van, Presto, Van Presto had a, a decent booth. Yeah. Um, Kid Robot, I think, That's was the, another yeah, one. That was a good one too. Yeah. yeah, there was some awesome stuff. Like, I mean, the figures were just so cool. Uh, the detail you get on these things now—it's just crazy. Like you said, it's Comic Con, so there's, there's also comic books there. But I didn't even get to that <laughs> section. I didn't even get to that section until Saturday, uh, which was a big mistake. And I didn't ever. I, I, I forgot. You do not want to walk that floor on Saturday. Get it done, even if it's bad on Friday. Just get it done because it's worse on Saturday. Uh, and I will remember that next year. Um, but uh, we saw, we only saw one panel. Did you, did you see any panels, guys? Did you go to any panels? No, no. Nope. Oh wow! So only this only is the first one. year. The, the first year, yeah, that I like. I saw like I was vaguely interested in the Castlevania panel. If like, I could have won it in the lottery, but I didn't. So I was like, eh, whatever. Like, yeah, I think um, 
I wanted to queue for a couple things, but the time I got to the room on Friday, it was empty, definitely. I couldn't get in there. It was 1130. Uh, and then Saturday, I got there at 10 o'clock or 1030, not even 1030. It was just before 1030. I'm like, everything was, you know, full up anyway. So I was like, great. That's crazy. Yeah. Everything. I'm like, well, because I, I was like, let's just queue for something and then we don't have to go to it if we don't want to. It was just queue mm-hmm. for it. So uh, we couldn't queue for anything. It was all full. Um, so anyways. What about Sunday? How was Sunday, Tony? Sunday was good. Um, it kind of felt like Thursday part two, but instead of a lot of adults, it's a lot of kids. It's kids' day. That's yeah. what my um, the guy that we, uh, my friend that like, we met up there, he said Sunday was uh, a little bit better, but there was a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Mike that he was standing with, he brought his kids there. So yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's probably better overall, but at the same time, like I- I'm not going to be as like um, aggressive with like moving around and like kind of. I don't want to say pushing, but like getting through crowds, like I am with adults, with kids. Obviously, I'm not going to like, you know, start shoving little little kids. Be like, get the fuck out of my way. It's like, uh, sorry, excuse me. You know, kind of like wed, wed yourself, you know, through and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was okay. I mean, Sunday's just kind of like the cleanup day. Like, hey, any last you know things I need to pick up or see if I can make a deal on anything like that. It's like, yeah. go for it. I was bummed like about that. like vendors, like there was no dealing. I was trying and there was just like, no, I can't do that. And it's almost like they all had an agreement with each other not to lower price of things. Like, because they all mm. exactly the same price. It's like a lot of things I went to, like I picked up a new really? wallet. Yeah. I picked up a new wallet. Um, because I wanted, I, I wanted the nerd wallet. I got a, I got a Stark wallet. Uh, and I really liked it. And I was like, okay, well, let me go shop around and see if it's cheaper. And so I walked around. It was exactly the same price at three other places. So I was like, I went back to her and I'm like, you know, I'm going to buy this. And, and like, I was going to pick up uh, a pop figure. And we were looking at like this backpack, like purse thing for Amanda. And it was like really cool. And I'm like, can you give us any sort of discount for buying all three of these? She's like, no, I can't. I'm like, why are you serious so i'm like well fuck it we're gonna put this stuff back i'll just buy the wallet from you guy from you and so i bought the wallet and we left and we went and go priced everything out and it's like exactly the same everywhere else and nobody <laughs> nobody would work with us uh yeah it was like it happen it was crazy i mean I'm, I'm, i had no problem with like i bought some artwork and the artists there were awesome a lot of guys were great um somebody i bought like three things from this one guy who does like this new york met comic book style artwork for these the, my, my favorite players uh, and it, his, his name is Brian Kong I think his name is. I don't know oh crap I should have had this for the podcast I'm sorry <laughs> if I messed it up I'm sorry um, but he does like awesome like he did a Pete Alonzo with a big polar bear behind him in like the style of the Hulk uh, and then he did like um, Captain America David Wright which is our captain for you he did that in the style of Captain America comic book it was really awesome so I bought like a bunch from him and uh, you know he threw in like a free a couple free prints too that he signed, which was awesome. Um, you know, it was really cool. But like for the most part, I didn't really see much. Like the, the best deals I got with the Nat Geo books that they had there, which were half, like fifty percent off, because uh, they're books. And I think you probably get them anyways anywhere, but Amazon included. But uh, they were there, and we could get them right right there. Uh, but um, you know, mm. I, I I was Ours, a little, I was really crowded too this year. Yeah, I know. I, I, oh I, my I, god, I bumped. Yeah. I bumped uh, Todd McFarlane. <laughs> I uh, accidentally like. <laughs> I was angry because it was so full and uh, they were doing uh, like this guy was doing this interview. Like, I don't know what he's doing. He's taking a selfie. I thought like he had his phone facing him and there was another guy next to him and it was like so fucking crowded. I'm just trying to move through and look at the art. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. At this point, it's Saturday. And this was like, I left the main hall because it was, you couldn't move. So I was like, right, let's just go to the artist alley and we'll walk around. It'll be, it'll be a little better. 
it fucking sucked. And I'm like, at that point, I'm like, Jesus Christ, can we fucking move instead of standing in the middle of the damn aisle? And, and like, and I kind of like rush past them. The guy's like, oh man, I'm sorry. And I'm like, holy fuck, it's Todd McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> you mouth off to Todd McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, dude, you have some fucking nerve. Uh, I didn't know what it was. I didn't see him. I saw him from behind. And then when he turned around, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, Jim. I, I wouldn't recognize him by seeing him. No, I, I wouldn't either. I, I got it. because uh, He's kind of – Yeah. if you know, he's got a distinct look. I yeah, could recognize his art before him. It's like oh. his hair is the nose. I'm like, that's it. Oh, my God. It's very – yeah. Yeah. Very thin. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, "Holy shit!" And uh, now I know why the guy was filming it because he was taking a selfie with him. I'm like, "Oh, I felt a little bad," um, but uh, overall, they shouldn't have been blocking the entrance the, the main way. Yeah. I will. No, remember, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the flashbacks. Like people just stand in the middle of like walkways. I'm like, "What? Just move to the side." <laughs> yeah. I immediately flash back to my E3 days where I missed Miyamoto behind me when I was taking a picture yeah. of the <laughs> the GameCube, and he's in my picture behind me, like walking past, and I'm like. It's always there forever. <laughs> uh, so, but I didn't miss uh, McFarlane. I almost, I almost pushed him out of the way. So, <laughs> uh, that's we my... got to meet um, the writer creator of Deadpool on Thursday. Yeah, oh, cool. yeah, that was pretty cool. Actually. That's neat, and it was cool because he was like, like really nice and talkative. Like he would, he wasn't one of those guys just like sign the thing and was, like move along. Here we go, sign, move yeah. along. Uh, he like yeah. kind of kept us there. It's like, well, we kind of need to go, but like he kept talking. It's like. That's yeah, cool. East, yeah, Eastman was there was... for the Ninja Turtles, and he looked angry to be there. Honestly, like I was like, yeah, I was like, I saw him over there signing people's saw, things. He looked I did angry. See him. Did he look angry when you saw him? He looked angry oh. when I was there. So, oh yeah, I was like, it was cool because like they, I think this is a throwaway comment too. Tony was like, oh, like, did you ever expect it to be like this or something? And what he yeah, said yeah. is like, oh yeah, no, of course I expected to be giving Tony three signed autographs. Yeah, well that's that's the thing is like um. Uh, my one buddy at work uh, has been helping me out a lot and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, you know what? Um, I'll see, you know, if I can get you something cool at, at Comic-Con or whatever like that. Uh, you know, who's one of your favorite characters? Like, I, I really love Deadpool. I was like, all right, that'll be easy. Like, Deadpool, you know, he's one of those yeah, characters. Yeah. But the thing is, like, it, there's almost too much that I was looking at stuff, and I was like, I don't even know what's special anymore. And then Corey, I'm artist alley, and I just saw the sign. It's like, you know, writer for Deadpool. I was like, that's something that he definitely couldn't just, like, easily get like off the shelf of walmart or target or what like so um you know uh, the line wasn't too bad so i walk up i was like i'm just gonna stand line and he had this thing where like he had these prints um that's like one for 10 two for 15 and i had a 20 so i was like uh you know when i got there it was like oh do you mind doing three for 20 he's like yeah i could do three for 20 i was like all right cool and you know he's signing and then just because like i don't want to be completely like just silent awkward i asked him this throwaway question i was like oh so you know if you don't want me asking if it's not too cliche or overly done like do you ever think when you were writing deadpool like it would be you know like this or something like that referring to like you know culture phenomenon but he's like yeah you're right like uh, when I was writing Deadpool back in 2000, whatever, he's like, I envisioned that I would meet this guy named Tony at near Comic Con and give him a deal, three for twenty or something like that. And I was just like, oh my god, like, whatever. But he was a good sport about. It. But then he he, he transitioned, like, no, no, and he went to the story actually that I, I thought was really interesting was that he's like, um, writing like Cable and Deadpool, um, they had the highest amount of write-ins uh, letters to their mm -hmm. to their issue out of all the the comics, uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. And uh, even beyond that, he said that their comic had the most female writers writing in, like, saying, like, oh, I love Deadpool for the following reasons. Like, you know, he's kind of 
self-deprecating, you know, anxiety, he can't, social right, anxiety, like that, yeah. yeah, exactly, and, you know, back then, like, in, you know, the, the 2000s, stuff like that, it was kind of like, that, that audience was a lot less tapped into and stuff like that, mm. so I really appreciate that, actually, um, just a little kind of information that I don't think you're mm. easily going to find in, like, an interview or something like that, so, that yeah. was really cool, he's a nice guy. Also, it was pretty cool, too, because he was saying how, like, the social media really, like, springboarded Deadpool, like beyond what they ever thought they would mm-hmm. have, like YouTube video would get like you know hundred thousand views, whereas like his comic sold like thirty thousand copies. Right. Of the comic. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like it's just like there's a million views and thirty thousand copies of the comics. Like so. Yeah. It's all the kids with the social media that he was saying like really propelled the character. Yeah. That's cool. I had um like I, I mean, said. I... Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, like I had a good like meet and greet experience too. Uh, one of the reasons why I went there was because of the Angel reunion, but it was prohibitively early and on Saturday when they actually did the panel thing for that, uh, and I was at like MSG, I think. But luckily, the the cast aside from David Boreanaz, because he's doing another show right now, <laughs> um, they were they were all there doing you know pictures or signatures, and they're all like next to each other. So if you went to like see one, you saw them all, and you could talk to one and whatever and they were all they all seemed really cool they were all talking to everyone and um my brother chose uh the guy who played gun on the show and i chose uh the woman who played cordelia charisma carpenter well yeah so <laughs> so, uh, so i met her and then i actually talked a little bit and i decided to ask her you know if she rewatched the show and uh if she did that she stopped in the part where she gets written out like kind of a half half of a joke and she then she just went into this whole thing like <laughs> she's like yeah she, and it turns out she watched uh, a specific episode she mentioned in the fourth season where like things start to go bad for her character but she's like oh I watched Spin the Bottle two nights ago and I loved it now and she's like you know when you're removed from it you can appreciate it more and then she mentioned how uh, she tried to get her son into it but she says it didn't translate and I'm like oh how old is he now and this uh, was the son she actually had which is part of her issue with joss whedon because like she didn't tell anyone she was pregnant so the oh. kid is sick, the, the kid's sick team now oh. like oh okay but uh i guess and i feel like the reason might not be so much the show and more that it's his mom being cordelia that's mm. why it doesn't translate but it was a cool mm. experience and it seemed like all of them were real cool talking to everyone yeah. um so like that was kind of why i went i'm probably not going to stand in line for anything while i'm mm-hmm. there I've, well I mean, that's the thing is like uh, you have like these characters that you grew up with and like when's the next time something like that's going to happen you yeah know? exactly so. that's why i was like i was really happy to meet i'm really happy i met adam west at philly comic-con which is crazy because mm-hmm. there was like nothing there but adam west uh and then i'm also happy i met uh, kevin conroy here uh at new york mm-hmm. comic-con last year so uh it's great great experiences yeah, that way yeah you never know yeah, yeah. all right let's going to continue this in part two we're going to move over to the GameCast now. Uh, tune in. We'll pick this up more as we go. Experiences and what we want to see going forward. Uh, tune into that. Thanks for listening to this episode. Write us podcast at allinggeek.net. Follow us on Twitter at allinggeek. Like us on Facebook. We're on Spotify. We're on. We're, we'll, we will be on iHeartRadio, I hope, soon. They're still, they're still like waiting for approvals. It takes for a while, apparently. So, <laughs> on iTunes as well. So, thanks for tuning in. Uh, see you on the GameCast.